All right, Colt, how you doing today, sir? I'm good, sir. Excellent. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, no worries, man. All right, so why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the to the to the audience here? Uh, yeah. So my name is Colt Worley. Uh, I'm from Texas, a little small town near Dallas, or I guess near Fort Worth, called Alito. Um, yeah, I've been living in Korea for four years, and I'm an English teacher here. Nice, big bad Texas. <laughs> <clears throat> fuck texas <laughs> i'm cool with texas. i hear that a lot though <laughs> yeah well because like it's funny because all the states that i've traveled to and all the people i know from all the other states nobody likes texas the only people who like texas are texans right that's it and i even have this habit of whenever people ask me where i'm from i i rarely say oh i'm from the u.s i i just go ahead and say oh i'm from texas <laughs> i don't even i don't even Say the country. <laughs> and they know it. They're just like, Yeah, hey. like, oh, okay, he's a Texas. Well, Texas is pretty big, though. Yeah. So, I mean, Texas could be its own country, which I think it's been trying to do for a while now, actually. <laughs> Secretly. <laughs> Secretly. <laughs> they were like, we're going to succeed from the union. Like Everybody's like, okay, we'll, right. we'll just take you over again. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, not again, but we'll just take you over. There's like a lot of pride about even like where Texas is allowed to fly the te- their flag at the same height. At the oh, US the American flag because oh. we used to be a country. So oh, like right, but it's kinda, that's interesting. It's just kind of <laughs> if if Texas too much pride. Here's the thing: if Texas like was his own country now, mm-hmm. I think it would be. I would be curious on what the United States and Mexico would do or Mexico, because I think that either one there will be like a <clears throat> joint war. <laughs> yeah, and like, then they would maybe like split Texas down in half or two one of them would have to like you know either going to joint war and they're going to ally with each other or they're both going to declare war in texas and whoever wins it wins it yeah that would be <laughs> weird it would no one would be happy with texas leaving that's for sure no hell no not <laughs> at all yeah good beef though very good beef oh yeah and oh, cheap. Yeah. so all right cool man so let's let's go ahead and jump into it so right. we're going to start off with a with a random topic random free topic is there anything specific that you want to talk about mm. could be anything doesn't matter what it is random topic yes sir um Let's see. I guess what's going on. I mean, you know, we 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 both share like jujitsu. That's how we know each other. Yes, sir. I'm always I'm always down for talking about some martial arts or UFC or. Oh yeah, there was a fight like this morning actually. Yeah. Oh yeah, this morning here, but last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, it was the. Uh, well, I just said I like UFC. I just totally forgot the name. Um, uh, Cerrone and Till, I think. Yeah, cowboy. Yeah. yeah, cowboy. I like him. He's a good fighter. I really like him, but he's yeah. lost. His last like three fights. Yeah, he's lost. A, he's I don't know the result of this one. I don't know either. Okay. I was gonna watch it, but I ended up playing Civilization instead. <laughs> trying to finish last night's game. Oh yeah, we could talk about video games too. I like yeah. Video. Oh, we could talk about games. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Let's do that. Okay. And the reason why I don't mind talking jujitsu and martial arts, but for the Paul past, was just here, Paul right? was just here. Yeah. Right. And then I wanted to be like repetitive for everybody else. Video games, however, I don't think I've talked about for a while. Here you go, man. Yeah, let's do I'm it. A big gamer. All right, what games? Uh. Well, I used to. Well, I was like the typical like playing League of Legends. Yeah. But, like f- I played that before I came to Korea, and then it just got worse when you got here. Yeah, it's like <laughs> of course. I mean, for some reason, when I was in when I was back home, I had no problem like going to school and working and right. playing League of Legends all the time. Right. But then once I moved here, I was like, I realized like, man, 
every game I start on League of Legends, it's like a serious time commitment. Yeah. So I was like, I'm killing like six hours or four hours of my time without even knowing it. Damn. So I, yeah, I try to, I try to play games now that I can like at any moment, if something happens, I can just pause it or quit Mm -hmm. or leave. Yeah. Or save it. Yeah. Yeah, But like League of Legends, you can't really do that. You can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. Because that's like me and Civilization. (laughs) Yeah. But here's the thing, though. Civilization, when I'm playing single player, you know, I can save it and I can leave anytime I want. So you do multiplayer Civilization? I do most of the time I do multiplayer. Which you can't, I mean, well, of course you can leave. You know, nobody's stopping you. But it's just not good, you know, to the other players. Right. So, yeah, I I try my best to stay as long as I can. Right. Yeah. So, like, what if you you do, like, one match of Civilization... Is that what's that? What kind of time? Um, okay, so there's a lot of different factors. Um, it depends on how many players you have, what type of continent, like what type of map you're gonna play on, mm-hmm. um, and it also depends on how many turns uh, and and uh, how long it takes for each person to take their turn. So there's a lot of different things. I would say the average, if you're going to play with like four people, maybe like 250 turns, you can maybe do that in like three hours. Oh shit. Three, four hours. Yeah. See that's Yeah. I mean, and that's, and that's, that's the same. That's me being generous. Like, yeah. I'm not going to lie. That's me being pretty generous there. So yeah, it, it definitely takes some time. Yeah, yeah. That'd be dangerous for me. Yeah. But yeah, ironically, I mean, not ironically, just thankfully I, yeah, my, my girlfriend, she has no problem with me playing games, really. Nice. It's one of those things where she kind of had a problem with it, mm. but then, you know, she's addicted to Korean dramas. Okay, so you guys, so, like, just accept so each other. So she's other's. like, how can you sit in front of a screen for five hours playing a game Yeah, and, and you know, not do anything else? And I'm yeah. like, didn't well. you stay up till, like, <laughs> 7 a.m. watching yeah. all of your shows? Yep. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Now you understand. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta flip it on them, man. That's funny. So, like, what are you playing nowadays? Do you still play LOL? I mean, I know it's still uh, popular. No, I, I, I think it's installed. I haven't updated it. Uh, I, I play some, uh, a lot of single-player games. Okay. Like, I went back and... I always go back and play, like, uh, Skyrim or... Nice. Or uh, Fallout. I do play some Blizzard games. Like, every once in a while, I, I was pretty into StarCraft. Nice. Like Starcraft is fun. All the Korean stuff, mm-hmm. which was weird. Like <laughs> before I came here, I, was, I realized like I play a lot of the the Korean popular mm-hmm. games. So mm-hmm. like Starcraft, Brood War, um, Diablo. Yep. So. And now uh, Player Unknown Battleground. I am. I am like waiting. Player? Like all, I'm holding back from getting okay. that game. I okay. think that would destroy me if I got. That. Yeah, maybe. I don't. I've been, I've seen some gameplay. I'm like, oh yeah, it sounds like fun. You're yeah, right. Yeah, but I'm like, I don't. I don't know if I should do it. I think it's one of those. Like, I think there's two ways you can do like just free, total free for all, like every man for themselves. Yeah. Or you could do like the, the squads, the teams. Yeah. I think the teams. If you had, if you had like a few buddies to do yep. it with, like that'd be fun. That would be so addicting. Yeah. Especially here, like going to a PC bomb, a yeah. PC room or something. Yep. Yep. Yeah, man. I've seen it in the PC. They they have it in the PC. They do. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, I saw it the other day. I was trying to like find it, so I was like, so I could try it. But I was like, oh, I don't know, maybe later. Any like anytime I have a student who shows up late or looks tired in class, the old the old answer. I was like, why are you so tired? What did you do? Usually it's oh, I was drinking. Mm. Now it's I was playing Battlegrounds. <laughs> like, <laughs> nice. like, man, this game is not it's, good. No, it's not. It's very bad. <laughs> But I know, like, PC bongs do pretty well next to universities. So, oh, man, yeah. yeah. And a lot of uh, girls don't like it. 
Right. They're like, yeah, no, don't do that. Come spend time with me. And they're like, no, fuck that. Exactly. <laughs> I'd rather play player unknown battlegrounds. There's so many guys that are like complaining. Oh, I need a girlfriend. I don't have a girlfriend. It's like, do you go? Do you talk to any girls? Or like, what do you do for fun? Mm. Oh, I go to PC the PC pub. Yep. It's like, but I think girls are starting to figure that out now. Mm. Like, because you know, all the guys are busy playing games, so the the girl realized like maybe if I get into a video game mm-hmm. and start playing, then I can. And the guys would just fall in love with them immediately. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. All all video game guys love video game girls. That's right? for sure. Yeah, it's it's interesting because, like you said, like some of them were like, "Oh, I go to the PC bong." Well, what else, what else do you do? Yeah, that's nothing. It. That's it. Well, how are you gonna? Uh, you're not gonna get a girlfriend <laughs> that way. I mean, you need to like talk to them, take them out, you know, try to get to know them, do something. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. And you only play like PC games. Yeah, I would like like I was eyeing your PS4 here. I would I would like to get a console, mm. but I don't. Yeah, I don't know what games are. Like I'm so out of the loop with console games now. There's a ton. Yeah. I mean, just like the PC game market, I would say that, like, the market is pretty saturated. Mm-hmm. There's, like, a ton of games out there, and then now you have to deal with, like, DLC bullshit. Ah, yeah, and, I don't like, like that. And, like, unfinished games, uh, you know. So, like, sometimes the games are not even complete until, like, mm-hmm. you know, a half year. I mean, like, until, like, six months in with, like, all the updated patches, which is, is normal. It's normal to patch games. Like, mm-hmm. totally normal. There's certain bugs and things that need to be fixed. But a lot of times, you like, the game isn't even fully complete until like way later right and that includes like all the dlc and everything else as well i think like uh what is the ubisoft who who yeah, is ubisoft. call of duty yeah oh no activision activision yeah i yeah. think that i think both of those companies kind of saturated it or they kind of ruined the the game market because they were just spitting out games mm. like sometimes not even a full year after releasing it right you know? so yep. it's like it puts pressure on every other game company to kind of do the put same. a game faster and yep. then yeah then they have these unfinished games that are buggy with it yep <clears throat> yeah and i can't stand like like i just i went back to play fallout and there's like all these dlcs like man i just want to play yep the fallout. game right that's it and then not have all this stuff pop up about downloading stuff yeah and then now there's like a lot of loot box issues um, loot box. so loot boxes are have you ever played like overwatch or anything oh yeah yeah, yeah. so you know like you get a certain yeah, amount yeah, of yeah. gold sorry, sorry like a certain amount of experience and you mm-hmm. get like a loot box and typically it's like cosmetic items right yeah, you yeah. Get, like costumes or like emotes or whatever and that's it but now games are starting incorporating like loot boxes to actually buy like shit that will help Content, you in the game yeah. so it's like pay pay to play games essentially right. and um battlefront 2 star wars battlefront 2 which is coming out whenever when they release the beta Everybody like, like slaughtered it because they're like you're spending sixty dollars on the base game, and then there's gonna be DLC, and then you have, and then like they're kind of like incentivizing you to buy loot boxes in order to get ahead of other players, like getting equipment or getting equipment and certain like battle cards or whatever that helps increase your stats yeah. for your player. So it's not even like skill based; it's just pure like, hey, if you get this, you know, this equipment, then you're good. Wow! Yeah. And to top it off. Um, I think Activision recently, this was a huge thing too, like within the past couple of days, Activision recently just got permission for a patent mm-hmm. and the patent essentially said that, um, they can match make players, um, pending on their skill. Um, so essentially, uh, oh, it's like a, it's an algorithm for matchmaking. It's a, yeah, it's an algorithm for matchmaking. And what will happen is they will put higher skilled players with lower skilled players 
and the higher skill players will be using like you know for the most part better equipment yeah. and uh, better guns and might have more experience and with those lower skill players like as soon as the match ends they will be offered like a loot box or different DLC content that up. they can buy to catch up to be on that person's level. Oh man! So it's just recently gotten really shady. Yeah. And here's the thing: the, the patent was approved, and Activision said, you know, listen, this is was research, and this is something that we were approved, but is not currently incorporated in, our, in any of our games. But everybody's like, it's not incorporated yet, but watch, it will be. Yeah. And no, and you're not gonna really be able to tell, like, <clears throat> if you're like, oh. Well, if I'm put against this guy, well, yeah, you see, yeah. you notice like he's got that gun that yeah, I, if that I, I just, if I just had that gun, I would, I would be able I would to have kill him. him. Yeah, so I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna buy this. Crate. It's very manipulative. Yeah, uh, very manipulative. Like and here's the thing: it's like for people like me and you, like we've been gaming for a while. We're older. We're more experienced. And I mean, we're still young, but we're older because you know we've been around the block a little bit. We know they're like, okay, fuck that shit. We're not doing it. Yeah, right? man. But two things: one. It can be annoying for us because we're just trying to play the game and enjoy it. And we keep getting our ass whipped the whole time because not because of skill. Then that can be annoying. Right. Right. Two, the young, the next generation. Right. Younger, younger kids now, like 18, 19, you know, 15 year olds, mm-hmm. like, you know, who have like their dad's or their mom's credit card account or maybe their own money. And they're just like spending all this ridiculous money just to get ahead. That's the that's the population that, you know, has got to be worried about this. And some of them don't even know. Yeah. So the people that like the kids that have access to that quick pay or something yep. or Apple Pay. <laughs> yeah, Apple Pay. Yeah. And then they can just spend all their mom's money. <sighs> and they, and that's the thing, because like on so you know, console gaming is pretty easy to do too. You know, like you can go to PlayStation Network and you can yeah, just like same, you, you cook a couple things and that's it. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's really easy. So and Xbox is very similar, uh, now that I think about it. So it, it, it won't be it won't be difficult. Um here's the thing. I'm all up for businesses making profit you know but there's certain restrictions that need right. to be put in place <laughs> certain regulations that need to be there otherwise right. the shit just gets out of hand yeah i guess it's just there's so many game companies out there yep. that you have to do you have to try and squeeze as much money from the customer maybe the players that you have because right. it's all di- it's so diluted maybe yep, that's true yeah and that's what i meant by saturation like not only is there a ton of games out there for like different consoles but yeah. there's also like dlc that you have to take in consideration and everybody's trying to get ahead and you know and there's other reasons why people will say like oh well dlc we need to charge for it and, and we're not completely making these games because we're still charging you 60 dollars mm-hmm. and games are more expensive to make and there's a bunch of there's a bunch of reasons why but you know most of it's bullshit so <laughs> most of it's just like we want to we want to make a quick buck yeah. which is fine if you offer for me personally I don't mind spending money on a quality game. Mm-hmm. Anything. Anything that's like quality, I'll have no problem spending the money on. And I don't mind people making a profit. B- running businesses is difficult. It's not easy. It's very hard. It's time consuming. It can be like annoying and frustrating. So yeah. like I don't mind paying extra for you to make a little bit of profit, of course. But there's a difference between you manipulating, right. you know, and like and profiting off of people's like uh, ignorance as compared to like hey like our product is great and the reason why we need to charge you this for it is because we did this this and that you know there's a difference yeah i don't know why with game like i remember playing you remember counter-strike yeah counter-strike yeah. sure it's like you go you you play the game you there's no like like everything that happens in one match mm. is just pertaining to that match so you there's nothing really that carries on like there's no leveling up right or unlocking guns like new players and old players have access to the same thing right but then i think since 
Call of Duty, maybe. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I noticed it, where you, you start leveling up, mm-hmm. and then you're, you get access to these guns, yeah. and it gives someone like this this uh, reward system of, yeah. the longer I play, the mm-hmm. better I'll I'll get because I can see the equipment I'm unlocking. Right. It's like for net and like what I kind of miss those games where it was just like everyone has access to the same stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just skill. Like uh, what was the other one Team Fortress. Oh yeah, Team Fortress. It's yeah. like that game. If you suck at that game, right? Like there's nothing you could do. Really right. To that's get like better. that's a fault of your own. Yeah, that's yeah. all your fault. <laughs> so it's yeah. I um I, I agree. These kind of skill skill based games rather than just. How long have you played and how right. much? It's almost like a, the same mentality of uh, MMORPGs or something. Where right. Skill or, yeah, time defines skill, defines all your equipment. Right, exactly. And I think, like, I don't mind that. I don't mind having, like, different equipment and leveling up and stuff like that. But there should be a balance. Yeah. And generally, there is an imbalance, mm-hmm. uh, which is a problem. Uh, and it's hard to balance games, but I mean, some games do it really well. Overwatch, for example. Yeah. Overwatch is a prime example of every bu- every person has the same abilities. Your for level sure. affects nothing. It's mm-hmm. just how you play, right? It's purely skill. Um, and teamwork. So skill and teamwork. But yeah, a lot of games like Call of Duty, for example, isn't isn't really like that. Yeah. But Call of Duty, for the in general, does it well too because typically the different weapons that you have are better in certain ways mm-hmm. right so you might have one weapon that fires faster but it does less damage right right as compared to another weapon that might shoot slower but does more damage mm-hmm. right and then you have like single shot guns you have burst round guns and etc so you got to kind of pick your play style so you have to pick your play style which is good um but yeah you're right generally speaking the more you play the more you level up you have like access to certain attachments that might make your play style a little bit more easier whereas it doesn't take as much skill um and some games i think have done it have been able to balance it well but others have not (laughs) like totally have not so battlefront 2 for example hasn't come out yet so it will be interesting to see like how people react when battlefront 2 comes out but the beta was fun like the beta was amazing yeah for some reason i thought it was already out that was just the beta it was just the beta yeah okay at first it was a closed beta i believe and then they open it up and uh total it was like a lot of fun for sure but i can already tell there's gonna be some issues like there's definitely gonna be some issues (laughs) with the public yeah, I remember the old ones. The so much fun. Yeah, yeah. On Bat- Xbox, I think. Battlefront Two, Star Wars Battlefront Two for like the PlayStation Two. Yeah, was like one of my favorite it was games great. forever. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> and I remember like who was I? Um, because you can get like different heroes like in the bad right, guys. Right. Yeah, and I think I forgot who I like to cho- choose. But there was a few that I like to choose. But like my favorite thing was like throwing the lightsaber. Yeah, that was the shit. Yeah, you could be like Luke Skywalker. You could be yeah. Darth Vader. Yeah, you could yeah. be Vader. Yeah, you could, for, you could force choke somebody. That was so yeah, cool. Yeah, so cool, man. Everybody loved that game. So I, was Darth Maul in that one? Damn, I don't remember. I don't remember, but it was fun. So, um, and then do you play like any like other games like handheld games? Handheld. Yeah. I, I mean, I do like Hearthstone on my phone. Okay, me too. I don't have any Game Boys anymore. Okay, I haven't played Game Boy since I had my. Uh, I had that Game Boy SP. Oh, yeah, I can tell because you're saying still saying Game Boy. Yeah, Game Boy hasn't been fucking used forever. It's not called Game Boy DS. It's just called no. It's, it's just Nintendo DS. It's just Nintendo <laughs> <laughs> Game Boy DS. I haven't played those Game Boys. Yeah, you you've been out the loop for a while, man. Yeah, man. Tell. 
I always yeah, thought, so it was like Nintendo DS, and then there was like I always call. I thought I thought it was like Game Boy DS. That's weird. I'm not gonna lie, that shit's hilarious. <laughs> I want you to like go on the internet and say that and just see how people react. No, uh, yeah, no, it's just DS. People don't even say Nintendo anymore; they just say DS, like right, the DS, right? And there's like the DS XL, and there's like the 2DS and the 3DS. So I have the 3DS, 3DS XL. Yeah. Oh, nice. It's very nice. And there was like the PlayStation Portable that came out a long time ago. Yeah, I remember PSP came And out. the Vita, the PlayStation Vita, which has been out for a while. And now people are like, well, the Vita didn't really sell well, so maybe they're going to stop making it. Mm-hmm. Um, but nobody knows what Sony's going to do. And of course, now there's the Nintendo Switch, which I'm yeah, sure Yeah, which is seen. also handheld, isn't yep. it? Yeah, so it's like both, which is really cool. It's like, it can be used as a console system or as a handheld system. Right. I'm thinking about buying one. Well, actually, it's going to be released in Korea soon. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so they said that it should be here by Christmas. Uh, which is interesting, but nobody knows how it's going to sell. For me, if I get a console, I'm really like it, it's so much money, but I really want to do the uh, VR. Me too. I'm going to buy one. So wait, like, wait, wait, like a like an Oculus? Yeah. Okay. Something like that, but it's going to be that's way too much money right now. Yeah. I think. <clears throat> what's the? There's that. There's that one, and there's another one called the Vibe. Yeah, the something. HTC. There's the HTC Vibe, I think, Vibe, and then yeah. the Oculus Drift. Or something like that. I, I right, don't but it's just yeah, they're they're it's expensive. too expensive right now. Yeah, well, I'm gonna buy the PSVR. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let and me know I, I saw goes. it at E-Mart. I did. Um, yeah, I saw yeah. it there too. They yeah. have it at the Time World there too. Yeah, they do. Now here's the thing though, uh, Sony just announced a new updated VR, uh, which is gonna be like the same price. So uh-huh. whenever they release that, then I'm gonna buy it. Yeah, but I'm gonna buy the VR and Resident Evil Seven. Oh shit! Resident Evil Seven in VR. You could play the game from the beginning to the end in VR. Oh man! Yeah, buddy, shit's gonna get real. I played um, I pl- the last Resident Evil I played. What was the one? It was like the co-op one. Oh, oh, there's a few six? co-op ones. There's a few four. Oh, okay. Well, no, no four technically wasn't. four was single player, but there was some co-op in it. Right. Five was co-op, and six. I think it was six. Six I was played. also co-op. That was the only one I could play beginning to end. I tried to play Resident Evil 4 on the Wii. Yeah. And I was just terrified the yeah. whole time. Resident Evil 4 is the shit. Still one of the best Resident Evil games yeah. ever. Yeah. I can't do like that. Yeah, I can't do the I can't do those games where your main character is slow yeah. and not a badass. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like that's why I liked Halo. Halo had some like you know the flood and scary moments mm-hmm. but you know you're always master chief or yeah so you don't badass, care you're so. like bring it on bitch yeah exactly i'm ready yeah. you never feel like you're in a too much of a scary situation but right yeah, resident evil or was it silent hill silent hill oh yeah it's another one and what was the uh sci the sci-fi one um there's a few uh soma uh that one yeah, I forgot it. It's like a survival. Oh, horror. oh, Dead Space. Dead Space. Yeah, yeah. Dead Space. I watched my friend play that. I was like, nope. Yeah, not gonna play this. Yeah, one. yeah, because like certain games. Uh, oh, there's also the Evil Within. Have you seen that one? No, dude. The Evil Within came out like I think like a year and a half ago, and oh now they gosh. just released the second one. And just imagine, kind of like Resident Evil to like, just double Resident Evil. <laughs> that's that's kind of what it is. It's like very grotesque, and like uh, and like scary as shit. Now. The difference is though you can't play this one in VR, so but you can play play uh, Resident Evil Seven. Uh-huh. In VR. Yeah, so I think it's gonna be different. Now let me say let me tell you this much: 
I liked Resident Evil 6. A lot of people didn't. Mm-hmm. I liked Resident I liked Evil it. 6. Yeah. It had its faults, but I really liked that you were able to control your character mm-hmm. more, like, better. Like, it was, you were more agile. For sure. Uh, yeah. Which I think would represent, <laughs> like, first of all, real life. And two, I mean, you have Leon Kennedy and, like, Chris Redfield. You have these people who are, like, Classic. professional, military-trained, you know, individuals. You're going to sit here and tell me they can't fucking dodge? Yeah. And like, and move to the left or move to the right when they're about to get <laughs> hit like in the face. Simple coordination. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Like, it makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. And now that we're able to do that, I think it, it makes sense. But people are like, "Oh, well, it kind of takes away from um, the horror of it." I'm like, "No, not not really. You know, you can well, yeah. you can still get some you know scared as shit. You know, just because you have more of a defense doesn't mean anything." Yeah. And the other thing is too with like the evil within the guy, the main character. So you have to like increase his stats. But one of the things that everybody hated was the fact that he could only run for like, he could only sprint for like three seconds, <laughs> and then he would winded. just go. Oh my god! And then you could re- increase his sprint. But I'm like, how the? F- I don't understand. How is that the baseline? I know like 400 pound people who could fucking sprint longer than this guy. Well, like especially if you got some scared, like if you're scared out of your mind. Oh yeah, like, you're gonna. You're yeah. not gonna stop for a breath. Exactly. Gonna- <laughs> it just made no sense to me. So that was the thing that frustrated me the most. And apparently, like, the mechanic is back again in the second one but it's like a little bit better mm-hmm. so um, which is nice but that always just pissed me off i'm just like why this doesn't make sense <laughs> and he's like a cop like he's a detective so i'm like okay well maybe he's not like maybe not the best in shape but he when you look at the character he's not like this fat guy you know who doesn't you know he doesn't work out or anything like he's a normal guy average guy in decent shape and he's a detective so i would assume he could run longer than two or three seconds right so and the thing is, is that, like, after you're sprinting, if you get to a certain point, he'll just, like, bend over. <laughs> just throw <sighs> up. <sighs> and then at the, you have, like, somebody running after you with, like, a, you know, all these different types of weapons you're trying to kill you. And you're going to just bend over and just die. Doesn't matter. I got to catch my breath. Yeah. It's, I don't know, man. So, anyways, I hope it's better in the second one. But Resident Evil 7 VR. Okay. Come over and play it. Yeah. Have you done any VR yet? No. Because I th- they just opened up... Uh... Near that Dunsan area. Oh, really? There's a like a VR cafe. No shit. Yeah, heard it's pretty good. I gotta check it out. That sounds like fun. Yeah, I've been wanting to check it out. There's a lot of cool PSVR games. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of them. Uh, Farpoint is probably the most famous right now, uh, which is like a shooting game for the VR. Okay. And if you get the gun, like you can control. Oh, it feels more real. Yeah, it feels way more real. Mm -hmm. Um, Which I'm gonna I'm gonna try to buy that too um and then there's a couple like zombie ones and uh and some other ones too that you just you can just enjoy the vr experience right my friends and i were talking about vr porn the other day (laughs) yeah which will be interesting it's got i mean it that's like the first thing anyone thinks of whenever (laughs) you think about vr you think about robots or virtual reality (laughs) first thing is how is that how is this gonna be used for sex yeah Porn, yeah. Oh, it's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. I think they already have it. They with, do. Like, like if you your phone or something, right? Those um, like goggle things. I don't know to be honest with you, but I know that if you go on porn websites, like generally there's a section just for ahead VR of the game. There's yeah. ahead of it. <laughs> well, they they have por- they have like VR porn for sure. Oh, okay. So you just need the means to actually watch it. I see. I yeah. See. So. Well, I remember though, like like Samsung or. Something they came out with these goggles. You just mm. put your phone in it. Yeah. And then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know like that look is. Look around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that is. Um, I don't know. I don't know how much those are, and I don't know how 
I don't know. I don't really know how those work, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, there's like a special li- like lens or something inside so that okay. you're able to see the whole screen. Ah, uh, okay. But that's interesting. Yeah, they were popular when they first came out. Like mm. there was, they were in the. I saw advertisers for them a lot, but I haven't yeah. really seen them in a while. Yeah, I know they exist. I just don't know how they work. My friend has one though. Cause have you ever heard of the phone company OnePlus? No. Okay, so it's the phone that I have, and they're very small Chinese company that make like premium smartphones for like half the price. Mm-hmm. Um, and Is it they connected to like Xiaomi or. Uh, I think they're like a subsidiary of uh, Oppo. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, what well, what? Well, no, Oppo. I think. Anyways. So they did their conference on the, they had like, they're doing their conference on the VR. So they sent you like the little goggles that you mentioned. Yeah. And you can put your phone in there and you can watch the conference in VR. Oh, yeah. And, cool. and I didn't do that. My friend did. He said it was pretty cool. So you just had to, they just sent it to him so he could take I part in it? I think so. I'm pretty sure. Like, I don't, I don't remember how it went. Like, but he was a customer for a while. So mm-hmm. I don't know if he had to join like a certain email list or request them, but yeah he has those so yeah that's interesting since you brought that i i also heard like at some concerts and sports games they'll they're gonna start selling like virtual seats nice have you heard of that yeah yeah but wait is that official i I heard about it i think that's what the eventually that's that's what's gonna happen okay because i thought you could do it at your home i didn't know they could do it there no i mean like they'll have a they'll have like a seat and you from your home you're okay. watching in VR. That, okay, yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. That's okay, I was confused. Yeah, that's what I meant. So yeah. it's like you reserve a virtual seat or something right. and then if you have the the VR you can watch the concert or be there. That's tight. Which would be cool for you know, if for people living outside of the country, maybe yeah. they want to go to a baseball game or something yep. and they can sit and watch. Yeah. It'd be cool. I know, I agree. I think that would be really cool still kind of loses the it's not the same experience you don't have like the smell yeah sticky floors yeah the atmosphere (laughs) the people like cursing fuck you man there's no chance of getting in a fight yeah (laughs) (laughs) kind of takes away that like that edge you know you're like oh shit what's gonna go down today or that being that lone like rangers fan surrounded by Uh (laughs) (laughs) surrounded by everybody else you're just like what 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 are you gonna do (laughs) Some fans get really into it. Oh man! Yeah, I'm just like relax, guys. Relax. I get I get into like this mode of watching these uh, kind of kind of like what is it called karma karma fails. Oh, the karma or fails. Or, yeah. Or it, on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Or it ends up just going down these this path of just watching people get angry and fight for no reason. And right. Yeah, a lot of ha- a, a lot of them happen at a sports yeah. sporting game or yeah. a sporting event someone's yelling and then he turns around and just punches the guy then everyone jumps in like i've seen i've seen guys deck girls for just yelling too much like it's hard to watch or it's hard not to watch for me (laughs) Mm. yeah i mean it 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 is a little addicting that's for sure have you ever heard of like world star hip-hop oh of course yeah (laughs) i feel bad watching him sometimes because i don't think it's good yeah but I, I, I just can't watch. stop. Yeah, you gotta watch, gotta watch it. it. Yeah, I've seen some crazy shit on World Star. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. So I remember like watching like these two girls fight. They're oh. just brawling, just brawling. And I was like, man, I can't watch this anymore. That's I scary. gotta stop. Yeah. And here's the thing: some people don't know when to stop it either. Yeah. You know, like I can under. Here's the thing: I can understand when people want to be entertained and like, okay, well, let's see where this goes, right? 
but there should be a point. Like, if you see somebody kicking somebody else in the face, yeah, stop that shit. Like, <laughs> like it's like Jesus, relax. Soccer kicking, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, oh, what man. the fuck? So, and I've heard stories of like, you know, every this is all recorded, and then of course they get, you know, taken to jail and yeah. you know, in prison. So I'm like, well, you know, they kind of had it coming. You know, I'm not gonna lie. So I, I don't know. With as popular as UFC is getting, yeah, like the the fight IQ of the average fight IQ of people is being is being raised, I think. Mm. So I think before, maybe if you're like a mediocre boxer or something, mm. you could feel confident with picking a fight with someone. Right. But it's like now, Tons you don't really know who you're going to be messing with. It's true. It's a good so point. It's like, that's a good thing because yeah. hopefully people will be less likely to pick fights in general. Right. But it's like, yeah, if you make someone mad and they're – suddenly more more people know how to fight it's almost like more people carrying weapons yeah it's gonna be a brawl yes <laughs> here's the thing though i've always i've always felt as if if two people really want to fight you should give them the means to do that oh yeah the legal means to do that uh so so it would be like it would kind of be like a ufc fight you uh-huh. know so you would say okay listen you two want to fight there's a gym down the street there'll be a referee to make sure nobody gets killed or permanently damaged y'all can brawl it out Right, legally, so nobody uh-huh. you know goes to jail or anything, and then that's it. Right, you fight, you get a winner, and the winner gets to talk their shit, and the loser gets to you know sit there and be a little bitch, right. and that's it. So I think that if we were, <laughs> which sounds bad, but I think if we were to kind of like re- regulate people whooping each other's asses, <laughs> it would be much like better. challenging each other to duels. Yeah, like pretty much. Yeah, like it's just a straight up duel, you know. Yeah. Or if there's like a group of people that want to go, okay, cool, go go in the cage. Right. Right. And just settle it there. And then that's it. Well, it's funny you said, like, just being able to settle and legally have a referee and stuff. And right. Get away with fighting. Because there's a guy. His name's like Phoenix. Have you heard of him? He's, no. He's an old UFC, ex-UFC fighter, maybe. Mm. Or ex-MMA fighter. But his name is, he goes by this, like, Phoenix something. And he dresses, like, in a superhero costume. Nice. And he was on the streets. And this guy was really belligerent and wanting to fight and there was a cop showing up to stop it right and basically him and the drunk guy challenging him they asked the cop you know just walk you know can you oversee us fight right and so they had this street fight with the cop they were watching nice and then that was it that was it that's that i like that yeah (laughs) of course of course yeah i i think that's that's what should happen Yeah. yeah i think that's what should happen so if people truly want to do this then that yeah no weapons you know just like one-on-one mano-a-mano yeah you know and whoever wins wins <laughs> like that's it yeah whenever there's the threat of like like when anything's illegal mm. then people are gonna do it anyway yeah of course. and try and usually it's gonna be more dangerous right, right. so if you just make it legal and organized and safe mm. that probably goes with anything right then it's people are gonna do it but under much better supervision and and hopefully not as many people getting mobbed on like seven on one right exactly usually what happens on a lot of these videos is there's a fight and then the person who's losing his friends jump in yep and And then his shit gets real yeah yeah i've I've seen i've seen them (laughs) i've seen some crazy ones i'm like oh shit and of course like every like two seconds you're like oh shit Oh shit. oh shit oh shit like the whole time uh-huh. yeah it's pretty funny it was also very bad because i've seen some people like really i think they get like permanently damaged mm-hmm. so i try to cut the videos right right when i see what's right going, you're like, like okay, okay that's enough yeah that's enough <laughs> that's enough of that shit 
So, and I think that's one of the reasons why I like watching UFC because you get you get you that. get two professional fighters who have different <clears throat> styles of fighting and different strengths and weaknesses together, and then you know they're they're obviously hurting each other, but there's a point where it stops. Yeah, you know I'm saying you're not trying to kill that other person. Hopefully, it stops. Well, yeah, the <laughs> yeah, certain referees who just like Gosh. let it go. It's so funny reading those people's comments. You know, they're like, oh well, Herb Dean, you know, letting people get permanently damaged for <laughs> for like ten years now, and I'm just like, well, you know, he gives people chances, right. and some people deserve chances. Other people, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a rough, that's a tough job too. Right, I would never want to be a referee, ever. Yeah, in any sport, probably. In any sport. None. <laughs> so, I, I'm more power to them. That's a, It's a thankless job, if you think about it. Yeah, you're, you you got to be invisible. Right. But then you have to, you know, every call you make has to be right. Right. Even the right calls, people are going to give you shit for. Fuck you, man. It was a yeah. shit call. Okay, fine. Whatever. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I would never want to be a ref. Anyways, that's just me. So, sure. yeah. Okay, cool, man. Let's move on to the next one. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah, we <laughs> got a little bit around. So, all right. Let's jump into uh, your passion, man. My passion. Yes, sir. Passion or passions, whichever one it is. Yeah, I feel like these days I have a lot of things I'm interested in. Is there, like, anything in particular that you, like, is, like, number one? Like, I can never give this up. Oh this yeah, is like, I mean, this is like my life. Well, I was a band nerd in school. I was a music major in playing trumpet, right? And so that's I don't practice as much as I should anymore, but it's something like, you know, when I moved to Korea, I had to bring all of bring everything. Oh, did you? Yeah, I brought oh, all my okay. trumpets nice. and I I always yeah, since I first got here, I got involved with like playing with playing with foreigner bands and mm. stuff, cover bands and nice. random that, that was a cool thing for me because uh, back home I was always you know if I wanted to play trumpet it was always like in very specific settings mm. so I was like I have to play in a orchestra or you know there's no no real way to just get with a group of friends and play mm. maybe it's just being in a si- bigger city now but since I came to Korea you know like there's a Facebook group uh, was it Daejeon musicians? Nice. And so, like, I joined the Facebook group right when I got here, and like, a, re- a reggae band asked me to play with them. Nice. Like this, this original like kind of indie band asked me to play with them. So I'm just like, like I've never experienced playing in these different styles before. Mm. That was been that's been really cool for me, just being able to explore, just as a as a musician like explore different genres and people just wanting to play for fun mm. whereas back home it was playing for money for money. You know, you, that's that's the only motivation right so yeah that's that's something i've will always be 100 percent um i mean even if i'm not giving it 100 percent at any given time or at, at all the times uh it's something that's always like a part of me i guess like right. i have to be i have to have access to my trumpet or i have to be able to play or be with musicians also it's, okay yeah and um do you like any particular music like what's your favorite type of music that you like to play with your trumpet do you, uh, have, do you have preferences or no yeah okay. i i like playing jazz but it's i'm not i'm not very good at jazz right but uh yeah i'm i'm pretty nerdy with when people ask me what do i like to play or put mm. some of your favorite music on i'm mm. 
He's like, man, you're not gonna lie. I just I listen to old jazz or I listen to classical. Like, <laughs> nah, it's good. Yeah, classical music's great. Right. Yeah, I don't. I, people don't. I think there's a lot of people who don't appreciate it as mm-hmm. much, which is unfortunate. So, so, so you like to play jazz? And currently, I remember you said you had a show like what a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, last week I started. I right. there's a there's an orchestra in Seoul. Nice that I play with. Nice. Yeah, it was really good. Really so, cool. what type of music were you guys playing? It was the last concert was all it was all Tchaikovsky. Oh, Tchaikovsky. So yeah. kind of a pops concert because nice. you know even if you don't even if you don't know the whole piece, yeah, there was in every single piece we played. There's like oh yeah, I've heard this melody kind right. of thing. So, so you could play it. Yeah, that that yeah the reaction from the audience too. They were really into it. That's it awesome. Cool. Is so let me ask you because I might be saying this wrong. Is it Tchaikovsky or Tchaikovsky? I always thought it was Tchaikovsky. Yeah, I mean, the Russian pronunciation, I guess, would be Tchaikovsky, Tchaikovsky or okay. Tchaikovsky. I don't I, maybe I've been saying it wrong this whole time. And there's like a, if, if you, there's like, like a million ways to, to write it also, because it's obviously written in Russian. Right. But the English, the English spelling, like you get Tchaikovsky. Right. Or, huh. That's yeah, interesting. Sometimes they, instead of a, they use an F instead of a V. Right. Or, right. Yeah. It's interesting. I, I really like them, though. I mean, yeah, he's man. one of my favorite composers. Yeah, I'm a big Russian composer fan. Nice. Who else do you like? Uh, from Russian composer would yeah. be yeah my probably my favorite was a guy named Prokofiev. Prokofiev. Oh yeah, I know yeah. Prokofiev. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I like uh, let's see too many. I like uh, Shostakovich. I like I know him. Borodin. Don't know him. Yeah, not many people know Borodin. Russian composers are weird because. There's a lot of them were just like they had day jobs. Right. Like, they're they like a lot of the the best one or the most famous ones. They they weren't strictly formally edu- like classically trained. They right. were just like a chemist mm. who also likes writing nice. masterpieces. Like, <laughs> nice. Like, what the heck? The, yeah. The Russians. The Russians are crazy like that. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't. First of all, I don't know how they do it. Like writing music, so hard. Yeah so hard and i don't i mean first of all playing music or reading music uh-huh. is difficult like, yeah i've never written music it, i can't even imagine and some of the pieces like i i mean i played the saxophone like back in the day oh yeah you told me that and i'm not i'm not that good like the most i got was like maybe like an intermediate advanced band maybe cool. like concert band like not that far and I just, some of the pieces that we played, I'm like, how the fuck did somebody write this? <laughs> how do you think of this? With multiple instruments, yeah. as you know. Like, I'm just like, damn, yo, it's genius. Just genius. Anybody yeah. who could write music like this is a genius off the well, bat. Well, what's weird is like now is the easiest time to learn to to write music. Really? Because, you know, you have the software. You uh, can You can hear it immediately. Right. Like, if you're writing for multiple instruments, the software will... You know, you really only need to know how it sounds on the oh, piano, and then it so that like you can translate. Cop- yeah, you can write the melody in piano, copy and paste it, put it in a in- different instrument, automatically oh, transposes it for the instrument. So it's like, nice. it's like the easiest time to do it. Yeah, but yet no one is writing music like they did back then. That's like, the thing about <laughs> classical music because yeah. I listen to a lot of classical music, but I don't really hear many new composers. Or like yeah. most of the time, it's just replaying the classics exactly so which is fine the classics are great obviously but yeah i don't really hear anything new i heard a new composer the other day well he's not new he's new to me berlioz berlioz yeah Yeah, berlioz yeah yeah so i like i like this music yeah berlioz is yeah um 
Stravinsky. Oh, I'm assuming to him. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know these guys. I know like some of the classical guys are like guys, but yeah, there are some there's some uh, women who compose as well. Symphony Fantastique is probably what you heard by Berlioz. No, I don't think it was that. Actually, I went to the concert hall over here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you watched. Oh, you watched it live. Yeah, I watched it live. Yeah. Nice. Dude, the tickets are cheap. They're like they uh, are, man. It's like what fifteen thousand won. Yeah. For like a two-hour show. Next November, there's this uh, again Russian guy. He's playing all of this. What's called the uh, the uh, Goldberg variations. Oh, Goldberg. And it's yeah. just it's solo piano memorizing these twelve different nice. variations playing really? it down and it's just going to be i i've heard it's one of the things that you know if you like anyone who likes technical or classical playing like mm. you have to hear it so i'm really excited for that that sounds amazing mm-hmm. so here, the building that i work in there's like a, it's called the art art house or something like that mm-hmm. and it's like it's like the it's like a literal like a floor just imagine like a floor in a hogwan and they just play like concert music like concert house music in the, on that floor Oh, and they do shows like multiple times oh, a week. Live concerts, yeah, on the floor. Yeah, and they do multiple shows a week. And then, of course, you have the concert hall, which is over here next to. Oh, it's Park. near. Is it near the concert hall? Like near that arboretum? So, yeah, yeah. So you have the concert hall in the building that I work in. If you go to like the third floor, it's called like Art Bridge. Art Bridge. Art Bridge. Yeah. And um, yeah, they just have they have live shows. They have people like musicians come in and they just play music for like a couple hours. Wow, and it's quite popular. So the problem is, is that they always start the shows at like seven o'clock. I know, and yeah. I work until eight thirty, and I'm just like, fuck. So I, I can never make them. Yeah, if you have any job that works in the afternoon, you can't really watch it. Yeah, it sucks. But the concert hall, which is nice for me, because I they have shows on Saturdays. Oh yeah, and those shows normally start around seven, mm-hmm. and I get off at six. Perfect on Saturday, so yeah, I go home real quick. I like change my clothes and I just go watch a show. It's very yeah. Nice. Your location where you're at here is really like all of the art and culture center of Daejeon is right here. It's perfect. So. Yeah, it's perfect. So, um, who else do you like to listen to? Uh, if I'm listening to jazz, I like Chet Baker, Miles Davis. Nice. And, yeah, Miles Davis is good. Yeah. Uh, if it's I I my guilty pleasure is. You know, I like Tears for Fears, like '80s music. Nice. But anything that's com- anything that's written, anything that came out before the year 2000, yeah. I consider it like new music. Oh, really? <laughs> like if I listen to the songs, when did this come out? Oh, 2004. Well, okay, I'm listening. Like it's pretty new music. Right. <laughs> that's, that's new music to you. Yeah. It's been almost like 20 years. I know. <laughs> like, Damn. Yeah, I just I think maybe I think I was influenced by my dad who has. He's his record collection is huge, and he he likes many different genres of music. Right, and uh, yeah, so he was he he never played an instrument, but I think he's probably the biggest musician figure in right. my family. But he's just yeah, he's constantly playing all the best music from like 60s 70s 80s like that so So he was a huge influence oh for sure yeah Yeah. actually i was just about to ask you like how you got into music yeah i'm the only i think i'm the only my yeah my like i'm the only one who like really studied music and i guess has been doing it my my i've only been doing it their whole life right but yeah i guess I just, the reason I joined was just because my friend wanted to join band. My my best friend at the time wanted to do band. I was like, yeah, I guess I'll do it. I'm not good at art. So we had to choose like in middle school. <laughs> do you want to do, do art or do you want to do band? Right. And so I was like, yeah, I'm not good at art. So I'll do band. Mm. And then I almost quit 
in high school because you know in Texas you have to do marching band. Oh, you have to do it. You have to do it. Oh shit. Yeah. And so I was like a freshman, you know, in high school. I was mm-hmm. like really lazy. Just wanted to play video games all the time. I was mm-hmm. like, I gotta wake up at like six a.m. and right. do marching band and sweat my butt off and then on saturdays i have to or friday nights every friday i have to go to a football game and then saturdays i have to do a marching band competition like mm-hmm. man i'm not, i'm gonna quit right and then yeah i had a i had a private lesson teacher who just he kind of is the first time i had someone tell me he's like man you're you're good at this like you're good at trumpet like why don't you practice and care about things more i was like okay (laughs) do something with your life yeah it really turned me around actually i was like failing classes and like sleeping and sleeping through math and then for me someone told me hey you're pretty good at something and then uh yeah so i just really i'm good at something so i just kind of gave it more attention and then i yeah i started uh finding some success and Mm. just yeah, I fell in love with it. So, and then you majored then, right? In school? Yeah, I did your music, master's? music education. Nice. Anyway, and your master's too. And right? my master's was also in in trumpet specifically. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Which doesn't really pay the bills. <laughs> I mean, but English teaching does, so yeah, it's okay. I, I that, feel, that's the best thing about the TSL certification. Yeah. You can have any degree mm-hmm. and just get that certification, and you can get a job. Yeah. Right? For the most part. So that's the best thing because it's so flexible. Right. Yeah. I always thought, um, especially if you get a, any kind of teaching certificate mm. for people who are just like, oh, I, I'm sick of living in the U.S. Or especially for people I know who, which, which is a big reason why I left Texas because I was like, I've lived here, you know, 23 years or when did I move here? Yeah, 23 years right. in the same like, like city, the mm. same area not even just texas texas is huge but it's like i've only lived in this like few square miles basically for 23 years so i was like i gotta experience some different culture a different place right that's what brought me here but it's like yeah if for for people who have a teaching certificate there's lots of those international schools man and you can just like do a tour of you in europe like or just teach around Asia, there. just like yeah you, yeah it's easily. perfect yeah it's perfect i agree uh, that was that was always something i wish i had like if i if i was i guess i could do it with the music teaching but it's like yeah people who can just travel and just live in different places mm. that's that'd be pretty amazing mm. yeah i agree um yeah with the t-saw it's very easy to do that however i've also heard that it's been decreasing um in like certain countries like it's value or something yeah not necessarily the values just like the need yeah. for you know to teach english which we're very lucky to be able to do that obviously as well as all the other countries that are like canada canadians and britain and right. australians and so on and so forth um but yeah this is the need for english teachers have just been dropping uh-huh. yeah and and korea too um there was an article the other day talking about how like south korea is like hiring less english teachers and like um well yeah less hagwans and stuff like that so there will be a time where like english teachers won't be as prominent here Mm -hmm. uh maybe in the next i don't know 10 years or something like that yeah so you might as well live it out you know (laughs) while you can well like uh when i first got here is when you know park and was president right the big thing she did was she cut all of the 
the um, high school uh, English teaching programs.、Mm. So it's like if you're teach, maybe there's a few still there now, but pretty much 99% of English teachers are in high school. They had to they had to go to elementary school、mm. or find a new job, go to Hagwon or something. Damn. So it's yeah, it's and then that combined with low birth rate in Korea. Yep, that too. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of there's a low birth rate in a lot of countries right now. Yeah.、Actually. What、uh, what Scandinavian well, country? Too much VR porn. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, birth control is becoming more accessible, and you know,、yeah. people are being smarter with condom usage, which is good. And also, you know, people's careers, and there's like a lot of things that go into it. But do you remember the this? I forgot. I've read an article about this, like. I forgot which Scandinavian country it was, but they were like offering people like tax incentives, and like they were gonna give them like a thousand dollars a month for them to get like pregnant. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because they're like their birth rate is so low. They're like, listen, we will pay you. Right. We will pay for everything, and we'll give you like a stipend on top of that、Just、for you、please. to have it to have a child, and which is pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Yeah, I think I think this bir- low birth rate, it's only seen as a. Scary bad thing if you're wanting to keep out if you're wanting to keep like a pure bloodline or something、mm. like. But I think it's good in general because, like for example, Japan, they have a lot of incentive for bringing young people. Like there's a lot of jobs for young people right now in Japan.、Oh, like、okay. they actually encourage people to come work in Japan、mm. because they, you know, we need young people to fill these jobs. Right. So I think by having low low birth rate in some places. Is gonna hopefully make this whole world we live in a little more mixed.、Yeah. I think. Yeah, I, I, it'll be interesting for sure. People are always gonna be having babies somewhere. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah,、so. you can't stop that. <laughs> you can't stop that. <laughs> so,、um, yeah, it, it is. It, it will. It will be interesting to see what happens in、yeah. the future with like the birth rate, and then also like there's an article the other day talking about like aging,、oh, and how、yeah. we can. Oh、uh, man. We can one、uh, slow the age. Of people, yeah, and maybe even possibly reverse it, I guess, and like stem but, cell stuff. But yeah, but this article was talking about like, do we really want to do that,、mm. right? What are going to be the repercussions and the consequences and the benefits to doing this? And I think like for us specifically, it'll be really interesting because, especially in the United States, a lot of the things that we have today, politically speaking, is because we have like a lot of like. Like older conservative ideas that are still kind of like mixed into the political realm,、mm-hmm. which is fine. It's okay to be a conservative, but like certain ideas are just like getting ridiculous. And we, and all the millennials are like, just wait, just we're just gonna wait until you die, and then once you die, we're taking this bitch over. <laughs> but think about it. They, they, what if they don't die? What if they could just like you、live、know stop、forever. their aging and they just、oh, live、man. forever? Then you're like, oh shit, now I gotta deal with this all the time. Like damn. So yeah, I, I was thinking about like how that could change politics. So can, can you imagine like dictators,、right. you know, living forever? Like damn, like how yeah, would you change、exactly. that? Yeah, in any position that's not that doesn't have a age or doesn't have a、uh, term, right? It's just determined by your ability to carry out your duties. There you go. Like, and the only way you could. Be killed. I mean, the only way you could die is to be killed, essentially. Cut、so. off the head. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. So I'm just so when you think about it, you're like, well, you know, though that's that could be a benefit, right? Or it could be a consequence if you have a really good leader who could live forever, and then okay, great. But if you have a really shitty leader, and then that could be bad. Yeah, like it would be great. I think if you know Donald Trump were able to live forever. Right. <laughs> yeah, that would be quite a ride. I mean, just imagine Donald Trump being president for the rest of like, oh my god. 
the rest. What would of happen? Yeah. <laughs> People's like blood pressure and oh my god, stress levels would just be increased forever. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think a lot of uh, negative side effects would happen from that. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. So okay, cool. So that's that's interesting. Um, that your passion is music because oh, yeah. I know for some people they love music but they don't really play it mm-hmm. uh, which is fine you can do that but i think like if you play music it's you're able to appreciate music or other music that you listen to like on a different level um personally speaking so i don't know what do you think do uh, i think i think music in general i think if you ask someone if you like music they're mm. obviously going to say yeah i like music mm. but it's usually used as a it's always background mm. like i like to listen to music while you know, you know, doing something else. I like listening to music while I'm studying or I listen to music at a coffee shop, but right. it's always just like background noise. Mm. They're not really listening to music. Mm. I guess the same thing about art too. Like rarely do people, people, people love art, but you rarely, you know, you like to decorate, you like to have the aesthetic, the art aesthetic mm. in the room rather than that being the focal point. Right. But yeah, I think, uh, I think, these days there's there's good music out there now like being made but yeah these days people are having a harder time appreciating the details of music Mm. just because like i said it's kind of background right yeah and that's what i mean like if you're if you are this is not just for musicians but i think that if you are a musician specifically you are able to appreciate music a lot more Mm -hmm. because when you're you're one you're actually really listening to it Right. But two, you're actually able to identify the different. Um, uh, what's the best way to say this? Like the different instruments. Right. right. And when they're coming in and the time cues and the yeah. scales. Textures, right. And yeah. Harmonies. Textures, everything, you know, and it's just like, wow. Like, well, it gets dist- it's just dis- it becomes a distraction, actually. Like right. whenever people have a music turned really softly mm. in a coffee shop or something. Yeah. And usually in coffee shops, it's jazz and I like jazz. So I'm like, it's like. Oh, I know that. I know that. Like, I'll be having a conversation with someone, and then I hear, I hear some music, and mm. it's very dis- even though it's turned so- softly, it's mm. distracting because right. you know it's kind of like if you speak a different language, like you speak multiple languages. So it's like if you hear, if you're in a busy room and you're hearing, and you hear somebody speak a language, you're like, yeah, who's you're that? Like, oh, yeah, your ear is just like right. You you can't focus on what you're talking or who you're talking to or what you're talking about, cause right? Your ear just kind of goes across to where it is. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I totally agree with that. So, yeah, it's very interesting, man. Very interesting. And do you have, like, do you have, um, like, a certain musician that you, like, aspire to be? Um, classically, uh, I don't really. it Like, not aspire to be because I don't want to be, a, like, I, I've kind of, like I'm not giving up, but I've just changed my focus. Like I don't want to be a professional trumpet player anymore. Right. Uh, so I don't know if I want to be them, but yeah, I have got, I've got people I want to sound like. Okay. Like depending on the style of music, like mm-hmm. if I'm playing jazz, like I said, I want to sound like Chet Baker or Miles Davis. Right. Or if I'm playing classical, I want to sound like Phil Smith or Chris Martin, which nice. are just they're professional orchestral players. Um. Yeah. So just like that. Same, you know. Same concept. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, because some, some people have, like, you know, when they're, like, an artist, they're like, oh, I want to be, like, you know, I want to be able to draw or paint, like, this guy yeah. or this woman. You when know? I was, do you, oh. know who, you know who Herb Alpert is? 
No. Oh, okay. I don't think so. He's an older pop trumpet player, but he was the first that was the first C D my parents got me when I started trumpet and it's just like it's if you listen to it now it sounds really corny, mm. but it's he's just like just think of the poppiest kind of music he did a lot of like game show theme songs and stuff oh nice but it's like yeah i want to play that music <laughs> obviously it's changed since then but when was that do you remember well, like his music yeah like that you listened to that cd oh that was when i was uh like 12 years old i listened to that cd but oh, wow. but it was 20 years old when i by that time so oh wow okay. yeah herb alpert yeah nice it's it's it, it's funny how like the you realize or you remember certain things like when you're younger that, oh, yeah. that influence you. Well, he had a famous his famous album. I'm sure you've seen the cover. It's called Whipped Cream, and it's got this chick on the front of the cover, like beautiful girl, mm. and she's covered in whipped, in whipped cream. cream. <laughs> <laughs> it's just impossible amount of whipped cream all over. Nice and like that. Yeah, that's if you go any record store, that's you'll see that cover. It's like a very iconic. That's pretty funny. Cover, but that was him. Maybe I've seen it, but I don't remember it. Yeah, you must have seen it. I mean, I know like I know the whipped cream thing is like a popular, <laughs> popular thing in general. Did it come from that? Did it stem from? That? I don't know. Oh don't shit! Know now I'm that. curious. <laughs> Google. I'm gonna Google it later. So okay, cool. Is it, um yeah anything else like that you want to talk about like with your passion in music? Mm, with music, um, no, I mean. Like I talked about, I said I don't really want to be a professional anymore. Right. That was something I, like one thing I had to kind of cope with forever was like I have really bad performance anxiety. Mm. So like I get really nervous about stuff. And it usually it wasn't nervous about my playing. It was like nervous about being nervous. Oh, okay. And so I think that can really cross over, you know, it crosses over to sports psychology and mm. stuff. And I just kind of... I I learned like I I was around surrounded by people who are like wonderful musicians, especially run, great trumpet players. Right. And I realized like it's not really about like the difference between being good at something and being like a really good amateur or a really good, you know, or a, or a absolute professional. Mm. Like those people who make it. Right. It's rare. I learned it's like rarely about how good they are as technically or as a player right like it's mostly it's mostly that being in control of their mental ability right you see that with fighting with mm-hmm. sport i think sports is most yeah mentality is a big thing yeah it's, yeah. The, it's the big the big thing so it's like yeah so just now since i've kind of just i'm not doing it for professional reasons yeah or professional uh seeking job seeking or anything it's just like really become like my passion has really become an enjoyment right which is is, puts it in a really good place yeah because it's like a lot of stress yeah you start to resent it you start to resent yourself like why do i suck or why can i why can i play this here perfectly but then when i go out and play it here it's i'm making the stupidest mistakes ever right i think that happens a lot too yeah, that's interesting. Competitions and stuff. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, like you said, it's like, like there's obviously a big sports aspect to it. You know, the the mentality um, affects like most things that right. require like or that have pressure. Uh-huh. So if your mentality is not there, more than likely your 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 physical your your uh, your abilities your physical abilities are going to reflect that. Yeah. In fact, like sometimes I watch like those uh, Navy SEAL videos, 
mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, like every Navy SEAL knows how to do this. Or like, you know, Navy SEALs give you like tips and tricks on like uh, doing exercises yeah. and things like that. I've seen a few of those. And every single one of them have always said that, like, you know, your mentality is the number one. If you think you're going to fail, then you're going to fail. Mm-hmm. If you think you can't do this and you're not going to do it, you know, so I, I think that applies like across the board oh, for yeah. most things and that goes into testing so not even physical things all the time but you know taking tests or you know sports like you said or for music sure. like you you know like you've experienced so i think it applies you know i think people need to have more confidence and that that helps yeah 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 like yeah you the navy seal thing this there's ripped and like insanely insanely like guys are in insanely good shape right but 90% of them could not be a Navy SEAL. Right. And that's not for their physical. Right. They're know, in the, they're in great it's, shape. It's their mental control. The, right. Right. Yeah. That's. Which is a big, I think some people, I think some people realize that, mm-hmm. but being able to attain that mentality is difficult. Yeah. And I think some people just don't even know. I mm-hmm. think some people just think that like, okay, well, if I'm in the best shape and you know, in my life, I mean, if I'm in the best shape, then everything else won't matter. Well, it might, you know, right. it, you know, it may not, but it might. So it's very interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. So okay, cool, man. Let's let's move on because I know you got dinner. Yeah, I was just yeah. looking at the time. Let's let's, let's, let's keep it pushing. Yeah. The bucket list normally doesn't take that long. Okay. So yeah, we can do bucket list and then we'll do your uh your story and then we'll go from there. Yeah. Buck- what time? What time you gotta leave? Bucket list. Uh, I should probably head out in like like twenty minutes. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. yeah let's I get know. you out of here quick. Okay. Bucket list. Let's do it. Um. <laughs> What's yeah. on your bucket list? Bucket list. list I, I've never like sat down and written a bucket list, but I guess just things I'd like to do. Yeah. I've like, I've, it's usually about travel, but, uh, That's I'm, cool. like I've never been to, I, I went to Eastern Europe this summer, but I've never been to Europe. Uh, my bucket list would be so boring. Uh, these days I'm, uh, studying Korean for the last four years and <laughs> I still suck at it. So I'm, one of my bucket list is to be, uh, I want to get uh, in in the mic in the mic. Oh, yeah. I want to get certificate like uh, language certification in Korean. Oh, nice. Maybe like if I ever thought about going back to the U.S., mm. I always thought it would be cool to do some kind of uh, Korean language studies or cultural studies nice. job. Okay, just kind of spreading right uh, Korean love to the rest of the world. Cool. <laughs> Wait, so you want to like test? You want to get yourself tested? Yeah. I oh, so get like, myself tested. I don't yeah, like what? the way you worded that. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think you are now? Because like the test was so for I've me, taken the test and I'm like, uh, there's six levels. Six is the highest level. Oh. And I'm levels. level three or level. Last time I took it was two and I took it th- like three years ago. So. I don't know the levels. I know the other system. Mm-hmm. I just know the Peace Corps system. Oh, okay. Which is like the, I think the government system is like beginner, and then there's like novice low, novice mid, novice high. Oh right. And then there's okay. intermediate, low, mid, high, and then advanced, low, mid, high, and then fluent or superior. I forgot which one. Yeah, I would be like intermediate, high. Okay, for Korean. Yeah, that's pretty good. But not. I mean, for four. I mean, not good enough. <laughs> yeah, maybe not good enough, but it's good. It's pretty good. But I found like uh, our friend Ben. You know, he kind yeah. of recommended it was like. Instead of just studying, yeah, kind of getting involved in some kind of group mm. like jujitsu mm. or whatever kind of group you're interested in, that's been huge for me to right. just kind of forget about the language itself and instead focusing on something 
some hobby right and then having to use that language to communicate something you like so yeah i could agree with that that's been a good way for me to improve yeah yeah for me i need the i need to get a firm foundation like for any language like you need a firm foundation and then once you get that foundation once you incorporate yourself and assimilate yourself into the community yeah different groups like it it becomes much easier for sure yeah yeah that was something i learned i'm not a missionary but my uh my grandfather my grandparents are missionaries Mm. and the one thing that they talked about they were they lived in thailand for like 40 years nice but the one thing that they talked about that was huge is you know their 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 goal is to spread christianity right but it's not that's not that's not the thing that they're really focused on Mm. as far as like their immediate goal like Mm. their immediate goal is to like make form relationships with people right and maybe they maybe those people don't care about i'm using this as an example but uh maybe they don't care about becoming christians but you know, I'm going to care about this person and form a good relationship with them. Right. And maybe they never become Christians, but I've made a friend or gotten closer. So I'm, I try to apply that to any interaction I have with people, but especially Koreans, because I want to get closer to Koreans here. Right. But I just, yeah, with students or whatever, and instead of just, I want to learn the language, so I want to practice with this person. Instead, I'm like, trying to form a more closer relationship with them like right jujitsu is my big one right now. yeah that's a good, that's a good one that's a good yeah. one I, I can't wait to learn more korean so i can like start hanging out with them yeah yeah like go to the bars i found shit. alcohol always helps it does my my language my korean speaking ability just skyrockets when i speak it's so funny that you mentioned that there's got to be some science behind <laughs> it gotta be because i was talking to somebody i don't remember if it was on the podcast or not but like i was talking to somebody how like when i was in jordan and my my Arabic, I, I tested intermediate high right for Arabic that. after a year, which is pretty good. I, I I still need a lot of work, obviously, but I can get around. But every time I would drink, my Arabic would Dude. just like increase like significantly, and I never knew what the fuck it was. Like I never knew. So, but like, yeah, it just I don't know why. Like I don't think you just magically know more. Right. But for me, it's just like if I'm if I'm sober and speaking, mm. I have to really like my brain really gets in the way mm. and like I I have to find this perfect word. Right. But whenever I'm had a few drinks, mm. uh, it, it's like my vocabulary. It's just right on the right on my fingertips. You know, right. it's like I don't have to spend time searching for words. It's just right. like it's just there. It's just there. For some, it's, yeah, it's so weird. <sighs> I, I'm going to look into it. I'm pretty sure there's like there's got to be a reason. It's got to be, man. Yeah, I'm curious. But okay, cool. So, so you want to spread? So, one of your bucket list items is like when you go back to the states. If you go if back I to go the back, states. that's what that's something <laughs> I hope to do is create some kind of cultural uh, connection. Okay, maybe um, sending uh, exchange students back and forth. Oh, that would be cool. Maybe in the education. I don't know. Yeah, I mean that's what my department in my school is very known: international education. Yeah. You know, being able to send students abroad and give them very unique experiences culturally and language uh, language wise yeah so you yeah, that was that. my big regret in uh, college is i was so focused on my friends in that i which i'm, I'm i don't regret being focused on my friends because no, they're all not. great yeah but i was very focused on my small little community mm. at my university and then uh there were some t- there were some moments that came up. It was like, why don't you stu- like uh, study abroad in Spain or mm. study abroad, blah 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 here, and uh, yeah, one of my regrets is like I wasn't even, not that I it, I don't regret not doing it, but 
I wasn't even like it wasn't even on my radar. Like mm. I didn't even give it a second thought right. about whether or not I should do it. And now it's like I think that's huge, especially after I've met exchange students here, mm. people from you know all different countries. I've met studying, studying like at Keist or something. Yeah, I'm like man, you that's awesome. You're just living in another country studying. Yep. So it I, makes a profound difference yeah. on a lot of people. Yeah. So yeah, something like that would be really cool if I go back. Uh, kind of s- doing some kind of cultural connection there dude that would be so man spain oh, man <laughs> spanish women god damn from spain i mean well i mean spanish German, from latin america too like hot damn but yeah, yeah no discrimination yeah I, no I don't, I don't discriminate but I, know, shit. I, know. I mean have you seen them oh my god <laughs> sorry i'm sorry yeah yeah man it's yeah. just like a whole like oh my god yeah, when people, it's so funny because like in the United States, there's always people who are talking about like, oh, these women are the best, these women are the best. I'm like, listen, you don't fucking know anything. <laughs> you don't know anything. You haven't traveled. You haven't traveled, yeah. You don't know anything. And I hate when people are like, oh, you know, oh, oh, white women are the best or black women are the best. I'm like, how about everybody is the best? You just need to go and find them. Yeah. You know, when you see them, you realize that there is no best. It's just like, they're all just beautiful creatures. <laughs> and you have to love them for who they are. Yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, Spanish women are pretty good, pretty, pretty goddamn, pretty hot. Anyways, <laughs> wow, I didn't mean to mention Spain. I know next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Spain is good, man. It's, it's nice. So I mean, I actually had a friend who studied abroad there, and she loved it. Uh, she really loved it. So yeah, um, but yeah, any country that you go to, I think people will have unique it's experiences. Popular English teaching spot too. It is. Yeah, it yeah. is. It they don't really offer the same benefits though. So right. as like Korea, I mean, Korea, you're going to get paid a of lot of money and, yeah. you know, and you have like a lot of things that are very accessible to you here. So I think like Korea in general is a pretty good location. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not as like you get, you get paid more in China, but China is more restrictions like internet wise. And, yeah. You know, things like that. So Korea is a pretty good spot in terms of everything. You can go to Saudi Arabia and teach English, which I was originally going to do because the money is insane. Yeah. You can, you can get paid money. like twice as much there here, mm-hmm. but you're also not able to do certain things there if you you want to save money that's good to not have distractions yeah you can anybody who wants to like pay off their student loans can easily go teach in saudi arabia for like a year or a year and a half yeah and pay that shit off and still have extra crazy yeah and you get a lot of vacation time too so you know it depends on what you want what you want to sacrifice and like how much you need the money but it's it's one year knock it out that'd be good yeah it's true it's true so what are the things on your bucket list oh man i'm not yeah bucket list yeah, usually about travel, Korea. My student loan, my student debt is still there. <laughs> uh, yeah, mine is too. I mean, I'm not done yet, but hey. Oh, oh yeah, you're still studying. Yeah. Oh, um, but yeah, my my paper will be done in December. So. Yeah, like I I don't I don't really have like a specific thing, but like maybe going back to what I said, like if I go back to the U.S., mm. kind of like my what I always tell myself, especially before contract signing season, is like. I go through this kind of checklist of what I what I have in my life now. Right. And if I go back to the US, would I be able to have it? Okay. And it I think I think I've figured out like if I go back to the US, I can get the same things that make me happy here. Right. But it's just that time period of how long would it take me to get the same stuff? Right. And uh and at the same time, do I feel satisfied or do I feel happy or mm. do I feel like I'm wasting my time here Mm -hmm. and i yeah that's that's my kind of recurring question i ask myself like i go through my do i have health care do i have like those monetary physical things right but at the same time for me what's what's bigger for me in korea is like 
am I learning something? Mm-hmm. Am I able to have hobbies? Right. Am I able to be happy with my free time? Am mm-hmm. I able to have friends and relationships? Right. So for me, like that's, it's not, it's not really a bucket. It's, it can't, I guess it wouldn't be on a bucket list, but it's more of like a constant list right. of things that I need to have. Okay. And so, uh, it would be keeping, keeping that kind of level of happiness and stress-free right. lifestyle. Okay. That would be on my bucket list. <laughs> That's a good bucket list item, yeah. you know, to pretty much live a happy life. Yeah, for which sure. Which a lot of people don't do. Just without stress. Like, I, I like doing, str- like, difficult things and struggling and getting my ass kicked by people in jujitsu, but, <laughs> but at the same time, like, none of those cause stress. Right. Like, if I... It's challenging. If, yeah, yeah. I like challenging stuff, but if I feel, like, stressed out, then that's... I, I'm very aversive to that, and I need to run away. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. No, and there is a difference. I think some people aren't able to differentiate between mm-hmm. those two, but there is a big difference, for sure. For sure. Cool. Okay, cool. All right, man. I know you got to go, so let's 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 get into the last one. Okay. Funny or unique stories that you've had while traveling abroad. All right. Uh, <laughs> I, I haven't done a lot of traveling, so I'll, I'll limit it to my funny korean culture shock moment um yeah i think this happens sooner to a lot of other people right but i think daejeon is very i think people koreans and daejeon are pretty desensitized to Mm. seeing foreigners in general unless you go out to the countryside which is what i was i went to go do so i was on this bus going to uh where was it going i was going to a cherry blossom festival nice and if you ever go to cherry blossom festival there are more people than cherry blossoms. <laughs> like it was insane. So we're, I was crammed onto this bus. Uh, my girlfriend and two other friends were with me, but I was I was right near the exit, and I was just holding on to this uh this pole, and I was I had my hand on the pole, and suddenly I just feel this kind of like gentle stroking petting on my hand. <laughs> I'm like, what is what is going on? Yeah. And then uh, he, I realized that this older Korean guy, this Ajishi, was just petting my hand very <laughs> softly, right? <laughs> almost, almost like curious and like a like a child would pet a kitten, maybe. Right. Uh, and then he he said some something under his breath, and then I saw my girlfriend's face. She looked confused. She had no idea what was going on. So I, I whispered to her, I was like, the guy behind you is petting my hand right now. <laughs> and she so she just started laughing because she had heard what he muttered under his breath. Right. And he just said, hmm, they don't really react. <laughs> so, so like I'm there not reacting because I don't want to make a scene. Right. But he's take he's like studying me like some some weird op, like some nature like some specimen. And he yeah. he said like they don't really react. Right. And so he's petting because I got hair on my knuck on my hand or my arm. So he's petting the hair on mm. my hand. And I'm right by the exit like I mentioned. So it comes to get for him, time for him to get off. So he's he stands like square face to face to me. Yeah. Looks at me. He's got a he's just got a kind of not a serious face, not a happy face, and he just decides to poke me in the belly. <laughs> <laughs> like so petting me wasn't enough. You got to poke me in the belly and uh I I didn't know a lot of Korean at the time, so I didn't know how to say like "yirujimaseo" or like "don't do that." Right. Instead, I just said 
Kamsamnida, thank you. <laughs> and he just bursted out laughing. He's like, he was like, ma- it made his day to be able to touch and poke a for a weird hairy foreigner on a bus. But that's pretty funny. Yeah, that was probably my the strangest culture shock that I've had as far as like, oh wow, I really am different over right. here. Right. Which is it's kind of a good thing. Yeah, it's a good thing. It, like, it can be a bad thing too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know I know some people's culture shock story are not nearly as innocent as mine. Like right. there's some pretty crazy ones, but Yeah, there are yeah, for yeah, sure. There that's are. my that's that, That's a good one though. I like that one. It's it stuck in funny. my head. Yeah. I get that often with my students. They'll they'll like rub my arm. Oh yeah, yeah. And some of them will talk shit too. Oh yeah, for sure. They're like, oh, why do you have more hair on your arm than your head? <laughs> and I was like, well, first of all, I'm not losing that much hair. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Give me a break. And then you yeah, give me a break. And then one of my students too, because he'll do it. And then he was like, he'll point at my head, and be like, why does it go like this? Why, why is it? Why is it like a little you? And I'm like, I don't, I don't like, know. Like, you know, there's bald Koreans if I, if, too, man. If I like, had, if I had answers to these questions, I, you know, it would be great. It's not so, a culture thing to to miss some hair on the top of your head, right? It's like, right. That's a normal thing. And for me, it's like, for me, it's not even that bad. It's not yet. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe it'll get bad. We'll see. Yeah. But it's, I'm just like, you little punk. But it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny. So, but yeah, but sometimes they'll just do that, you know, and I'm sure they do it to you too. Oh, no, oh, you yeah. teach college students. So maybe well, I, I do. I do elementary school so, students sometimes. Okay. Yeah. They yeah. call me, they call me monkey teacher. Monkey te- yeah. <laughs> nice. It's funny. It's like really funny. They're just like, oh, yeah. Oh my goodness. And I'm just like, relax. Especially with the facial hair now. Like yeah. I'll, if I get, like, if I make eye contact with a student, a lot of times they'll just like lose whatever they're saying. And right. Their hand, like. Hip- hypnotically just travels so to your my facial face. hair like, nice like, come on don't touch yeah. my face and they do and they do it too right oh, they yeah. like rub they, it they rub my face <laughs> they rub my hair yeah they rub your hair too yeah they rub mine and they're like well it's so soft but you're missing some i'm like <laughs> thanks and of course like when you're comparing my hair well first of all my hair is different um but if you're comparing my hair to like korean's hair totally oh, different totally different yeah you know and it's like I same don't, yeah same with me same with yours yeah it's just like totally different hairstyles or oh, hair and the hairstyles and shit like that so it's very funny kids kids elementary kids are fun to work with but they can be a pain in the ass oh yeah yeah <laughs> in my case they're more of a pain <laughs> i'd rather t- i actually prefer teaching college students yeah and like older students I as mean, compared yeah, to younger definitely. ones it's night and day difference man. yeah yeah but you know elementary school students are good too <laughs> i like my students they're good kids but uh okay bro all right man i know you i don't want to keep you too long so I'm yeah you it was really cool my yeah, first man. podcast yes sir i know probably everyone says it but i really hate the sound of my voice so i hope it wasn't that bad there is know. reasoning behind that actually. yeah yeah there is there is some articles that talk about why that's the case <sighs> no nah, it'll be fine man you don't even have to listen to it yeah i, I mean I, i'll listen to some of it but yeah <laughs> The uh, the audio should be good though. Like oh. there there were some times where you were a little far away, but oh, okay. I, it, it could still pick it up here. So it, it sounded okay to me, but sometimes it may not sound okay. But we'll see. It'll Hopefully, I didn't mess it up. Nah, you'll be <laughs> alright. Don't. I will let you know. But like, caught you fucked it up. Yeah, we gotta redo it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Alright. When's the? Oh, let's, let's shut this off. Alright, man. Thanks a lot for coming. Yeah, man. Thanks a lot.